This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame, so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, baby love, my baby love, I need you, oh how I need you. What to Expect is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Heidi Murkoff, and I'm a mom on a mission, a mission to help you know what to expect every step of the way. Congratulations, the heavy lift of pregnancy and the possibly even heavier lift of labor and delivery is over. And now comes the easy lift. Instead of carting around a watermelon-sized belly, you get to snuggle your tiny bundle of joy and savor that fresh baby sweetness. And you'll see, figure out how to pee again, why your feet are so puffy, and why that nurse keeps coming into your room, pumping on your poor aching belly and calling it uterine massage. 
Even if you sailed through pregnancy and had the easiest labor and delivery on record, and especially if you didn't, your body has been stretched and pushed to the max, and it needs a chance to recover. Let's face it, giving birth comes with more than a baby. It comes with a whole lot of new symptoms and new questions. Wondering what you can expect when you're all finished expecting? Today, Emma and I are here to deliver the good, the bad, and the very unexpected about your postpartum recovery. Whether you're still in the hospital, trying to rest up at home, or just trying to plan ahead so you'll be ahead of the game, we've got your postpartum questions covered so you know what to expect every step of the way. So as we all know by now, I didn't have a clue of what to expect until I wrote what to expect. So everything was a surprise. Now, Emma, what would you say surprised you most about postpartum? What were the physical symptoms that threw you for a loop? Okay, so I remember the first time I got out of bed, I looked in the mirror and I was like, holy shit, my boobs look amazing. In my (laughs) entire life, they had never looked this good. I mean, I guess maybe they hurt, but I didn't even care. I was like, (laughs) wow. Emotionally with Lennox, I was like, on euphoria. It was amazing. I was happy. I was like, wow, for the first time in my life, I didn't use my phone. But with Sebi, I was, I had horrible postpartum depression. So I didn't really even like him. Um, so I didn't really want to be around him. And I know that's hard to say. Now I can say it like and be like, you know, this is my journey. But at first, obviously, it's really hard to accept. But with Lennox, it was completely different. And I was like, I got this. (laughs) I think the only thing for me, I thought that right away, my belly would be gone. And it wasn't. Mm. And I remember, I was like, wait a second. I have these amazing boobs, but I also look pregnant still. So when I asked my Facebook moms what surprised them most about postpartum, one thing that I did hear over and over again was... You know, I didn't expect breastfeeding to be that hard. I thought it was a natural process. It's just going to come naturally. And so many moms said they regretted not taking a class or reading up in advance because then they felt completely unprepared. I know you have thoughts on this topic. I do. I have a lot of thoughts on this topic. Um, First of all, I couldn't breastfeed, and that was hard to accept with my first. Um, With my second, I let it go easier. But... I thought that was just like this most like organic thing on earth, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. In terms of classes, I did one Lamaze or whatever it's called class and I quit. I just couldn't do it. Like, I'm just not that person. So you asked the same question of your mom. Yeah. What were some of the things that you heard? I heard some really interesting ones that I've never actually heard before. Um, Someone said their joints felt wobbly after birth. Yeah, that's the hormone relaxin which is appropriately named. So it's it loosens up all your ligaments, which is great when you're getting ready for childbirth because you want everything to be all loosened up so baby can come out. But the flip side, it can take months for that relaxant to leave the building. And in the meantime, everything's so wobbly. And plus, you've stretched everything out quite a bit. While you're waiting for the relaxant to tighten back up again, you need to support yourself at least some of the time with a belly band really takes the pressure off. You're a big fan. Love belly bandit. Love it. 
Okay, so this is actually really, I I had no idea this was a thing because I didn't have a C-section. One of my followers said that they were bleeding even with a C-section. Yep. So here's the thing about that. A lot of moms are super surprised. But the blood has accumulated during the nine months of pregnancy, the blood and the tissue that was, you know, keeping your baby nourished in your uterine lining. So the thing is, it only has one exit, only one way it can leave, and that's through your vagina. So whether you had a C-section or you had a vaginal birth, that blood's got to go. You're going to have heavy bleeding at first, clots. That's the tissue. I remember the first time I got out of bed after I had you and there was this gush of blood because, of course, when you're lying down, it all accumulates and then you stand up and... So be prepared for that. Um, If you get home from the hospital and it's started tapering off and then you notice it's starting again, one thing to consider is you're overdoing things and you need a little bit more rest. But if it continues to be or suddenly is very heavy or has a foul smell, it should smell like a period. Otherwise, if you have any kind of sudden heavy bleeding, then definitely call your doctor right away. Or if you're still in the hospital, call the nurse. Um, A lot of people said that mommy brain was a thing. Mm. I know that's a thing because I sometimes like literally have to sit there and be like, okay, what is my name? (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So it's a thing. I get it. I feel you, girl. Solidarity. No, for sure. You know, of course, it's the hormones. Your brain shrinks 8% when you're pregnant, but it doesn't bounce right back. So there's sleep deprivation. There's lots of reasons why you're pouring your OJ into your coffee or your coffee into your cereal. Okay, um, what about contractions while nursing in the first two weeks? These are called after pains, but you have them whether or not you breastfeed. You just feel them more intensely when you're breastfeeding. That's because you're releasing oxytocin. And oxytocin is a hormone that helps your uterus contract after you give birth. And that's a good thing. You want it to contract. But I mean, you thought labor was over. These can be pretty darn painful. And you're definitely going to notice them more after your second or third baby or subsequent babies, because just like you do with kicks and Braxton Hicks, everything sort of, you know, as I like to say, has that lived in look, your uterus, your uterine muscles, your abdominal muscles. And so everything's more relaxed. So it can be pretty painful. What about the pain of stitches, tearing? I know, I know. And I had episiotomies because that's what they did back in the day. Thankfully, they don't do those routinely anymore. But, you know, if you tear at all, you're going to have stitches. But the thing is, your baby is like, what, eight, nine pounds, seven, eight pounds? They're not going to pass through without leaving a mark and it's going to hurt, right? But if you have stitches, think about it this way. It's a wound like any other and it's going to take time to heal. Um... And like any stitches you have, they're going to take time to heal. One thing you need to do is keep your hands off of it because a lot of moms want to touch to see how it's recovering. Don't do that. Leave it be. Use your peri bottle. And Emma, I know which peri bottle you like to recommend. Oh, my gosh. The Frida. It changes the game. Yeah. So the whole idea is to keep the area clean without rubbing. You don't want to do rubbing. Something else you can try is a sits bath, you know, or um, putting cold packs in your maxi pad. Some mm-hmm. of the postpartum underwear comes with cold packs. Yeah, and places uh, which to is a stick great idea. Them in. And then Kegels. You're not going to feel them 
as you do them right away, but do them anyway, because that's going to help tone the area and bring blood flow back, the good kind of blood flow back to your perineum. Um, and also sit on a donut pillow. I cannot recommend that more. I literally would not go anywhere without my donut. It saved me. <laughs> Okay, what about all of those emotions? So many people talk about this. It's a big thing. Yeah. Talk to me. So your emotions initially are going to be all over the map. I mean, you could feel anything from just completely overwhelmed, um, like, who is this stranger sniffing at my breast? You can also feel like over the moon, excited. So there are all kinds of ways you can feel initially, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but just be prepared to go with the flow at first. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Okay. So if you're wondering what to expect after delivery, postpartum is one of the most common trending topics in the what to expect community. And when we ask for your biggest surprises of postpartum and your best tips for surviving and thriving, you definitely were not shy about sharing. Now, a lot of people talked not fondly about the uterine massages or fundal massages um, you get after delivery. Massage does sound like fun and, you know, restorative after you've just given birth and who doesn't like a good massage, but um, not so much with this kind. It can hurt like a mother. Emma, do you remember that? Did I have one? Yeah, you always have one. Sometimes moms only need one after after delivery and sometimes, depending on their needs, they might need more. Um, and it's to help the uter- uterus contract and prevent excessive bleeding. I think it's coming back to me. I I was so like freaked out after Sebi because I was so like just disconnected. So I don't really remember anything. Well, this that's probably good in this case because (laughs) some moms report it as so painful. And, you know, even if the nurse is super nice, you know, they're coming in and they're pounding on your abdomen, it can hurt. And you're gonna have one whether you have vaginal birth or C section. Now Something else I know you're super eager to talk about, the first poop. Ouch. Okay, so this I remember because I was literally sitting on the toilet the whole entire time texting my friend. I was like texting her. I was like, it's coming. I'm scared. I'm scared. She's like, just let it go. I'm like, no, I'm scared. It's going to hurt. And she's like, just let it go. So, And then afterwards, I was like, I did it. <sighs> and it doesn't feel great, but I remember like there was a lot of blood. Yeah. Now, um, one thing that a lot of moms mentioned about their first poop is that the stool softener is your friend. Yes. So if they don't give it to you, and they will, but just in case they forget, make sure you ask for your stool softener. They're going to give you some to take home with you, but just in case, have some at home. Because the softer your stool is going to be, clearly, the easier it's going to be to push out and the less painful. Also, when you're on the potty, put a stool under your feet and lean forward. What are those called? Squatty potties? People love a good squatty potty. Yeah. I mean, there's a product for everything. Um, And then you can use a little lubrication, just like when you're your baby's constipated so that it can slide out more easily. But even more importantly, get up as soon as you can and you're able so that you can get literally things moving. Drink lots and lots of water. And those hospital carbs are going to clog you up. So bring some you know, healthy snacks, some, something whole grain, some fruit, dried fruit, and try probiotics because those can definitely help and no harm. I think for me, it was the wiping that was the situation, like the worst yeah. part of it. So that's why my little Frida baby, Frida mom squirt bottle came in handy. You just squirt it, squirt it, and then dab. A little dab will do you. 
Yes, absolutely. And don't forget to wipe from front to back. That's important, especially when you're trying to prevent infection postpartum. Okay, now peeing, because you got to pee. This is kind of ironic because you spent most of your pregnancy peeing and then you give birth and all of a sudden, like, you feel like you can't pee and they are on top of you at the hospital. Did you pee? Did you pee? How much did you pee? They want you to pee into a a basin so they can measure your output. First of all, peeing lying down is really hard. If you had an epidural, you had a catheter. Me. So that's one thing. Um, And if you had a C-section, everything's going to take longer. But regardless, your poor bladder has taken a beating during labor and delivery, Um, especially if you had a vaginal birth. it, It may feel paralyze. You also have a lot of swelling and the swelling makes it harder to pee. The old tricks apply, run some water, right? Because that can inspire you, run the faucet and also run some water over your perineum because that can inspire you as well. There are no secrets between you and your nurse, right? No. (laughs) They're going to see everything and hear everything. So what were your pee experiences, Emma? Um, see, the pee doesn't really, like, stand out as much as the poo. Um, but it can burn. Yeah, definitely burns. So straddle. You pee a drop, and then it's, like, testing the waters. It's, like, putting your yeah. feet in the, the pool. It's a mix. It's a mixed bag. <laughs> right. I don't know. You got to do it, though. You don't want to, like, implode with pee. Well, no, and they won't let you leave the hospital unless you're peeing yeah. normally. And so, again, if you've had a catheter, they may have to reinsert it just to get the rest of the pee out. But... Yeah, work on drinking lots of water. What about night sweats? Did you have night sweats? Girlfriend, I had all day sweats, honestly. <laughs> One mom said it was like someone dumped buckets of water on her multiple times a night, and she had to sleep on towels and change the sheets through the night. You have all of this accumulated fluid, which you may be happy to get rid of, but maybe that's not the number way you f- number one way you feel like getting rid of it, but you're going to sweat. So um, on kind of a related topic, women talked about being smelly. Okay, so first of all, there's lots of sources of smelliness after you give birth because there's thalokia. So that's like having your period, but you can't wear a tampon so you've got this big pad full of blood, you may be, as soon as milk comes in anyway, covered in spit up. You know, the other thing is that babies actually use their mom's scent as a honing device. So, you know, your sweat is your baby's like radar. So because you're sweating a lot and you have this distinctive odor around your armpits and your breasts, and that's why they tell you not to, you know, wash your breasts with soap, among other things. But the baby's actually attracted to that scent. Another postpartum surprise is hair loss, for some moms anyway. You know, some moms expect it to happen right away, and then they think, oh, I escaped this entirely, and it really kicks in closer to two to four months postpartum, and it gets really bad at four months. You know, of course, that's because you hold on to your hair during pregnancy and all, with all those hormones, and then it's, it's just got to go. So another thing that moms talked about was accepting their postpartum bodies. Um, what were your thoughts when you saw your postpartum body? I thought my tits looked amazing. Um, I thought that my stomach 
looked like I'd never seen it before. I've always been pretty like fit. And so like after you have a baby, I I was like, wait, whose stomach is this? But hey, it's mine. I remember crying on the floor of a Victoria's Secret pink dressing room because literally from that like mean girl quotes, nothing fits me but sweatpants. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But that's so true. It's It's true true of everybody. And like as much as I tell people, embrace it, embrace it. Like I don't follow that advice and... um, Mm. That's shit. No, it's important to admit. Yeah, but I think other people look beautiful after the having the baby. I'm just more I think you're just harder on yourself because yeah. that's just how we are operating. But for me, like when I see a mom with stretch marks or her tummy, I'm like, oh, you know, you just made a baby. That's amazing. But if I see it on myself, I'm like, ugh. It's hard to embrace it, but I feel like it's so important. Making a baby's hard work. Let's face it, you're creating a human being from scratch. And you've got the badges that you should wear proudly. And I feel like it's helping that moms are sharing their bodies on Instagram. Maybe not so much the celebrity bodies because, you know, maybe they had a trainer. But real mom bodies are good to, for others to see. Now, your linea negra, the black line. I still have it. Your, you still have it. I love it. I love mine. It's still It's there. so funny because at this point, because it fades, you know, months. You, you get it more after the oh, second it's one, so right? so faded. It's like my tattoo on my foot, but it's still there. <laughs> so I can still see mine. Like if I really, really, really focus, it's like, a you know, when you first have that first positive pregnancy test and you can barely see the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Posting online, you know, do you see a line? I see a line. Do you see a line? But a lot of moms are surprised to be so puffy after they deliver. Right? Um, I was so puffy in my face. I looked like a Cabbage Patch doll. (laughs) They're so cute, though. So that's because, well, first of all, you had epidurals both times. And they pump you full of fluids. You can look super swollen after you leave the hospital. Now, you just got to remember that if there's excessive swelling once you get home, and especially if it's above the knee or in places like you wouldn't normally expect swelling, then definitely call your doctor. But something I want to say about pregnancy weight gain and how long it takes to lose it. I mean, we've said this before. You've heard this before, but it takes nine months to gain it. And you got to give yourself at least that long to lose it. Oh, at least. I mean, you went right to get some new sweats, right? Because I think maybe the ones you brought were too tight or something. Yeah, I, I was in it to win it. You know, I was committed <laughs> to the sweats. With the second one, I ordered extra large men's sweatpants because I was wearing a mm-hmm. diaper. I don't need anything tight at that point. Uh-uh. I need no. something loose. And you wanted high-waisted, especially if you had a C-section because I was going to put pressure on the scar, but lounge pants. You need the tie. You need the tie waist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, many moms reported loving their new boobs. We already heard that you loved yours. And then a lot of them said they love their stretch marks. I love when people on Instagram post their stretch marks and add like glitter to it. It's so Aww, pretty. that's so cute. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. 
The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to, from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024. And we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Chris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother or, in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What were some of the things that moms told you were the most helpful or that you found the most helpful postpartum? That Frida baby, that Frida baby score bottle saved me because it's got that curved head and it really gets in there. And plus, you can use it afterwards as like a bidet. So there's that. Um, Some practical things that moms on Instagram were all about. Breast gel pads. 
really mm-hmm. smart. The ones that you can cool and warm. Disposable underwear. That's uh. a must because the last thing you want to do is like scrub panties that have blood and afterbirth when you're mm-hmm. dealing with a newborn. Um, help really important having someone cook meals for you like a family member family support you know a lot of things people love having like the gift is food delivery food delivery service maybe someone gives it to you for a week so you don't have to worry about breakfast lunch or Mm -hmm. dinner you can just focus on your growing family also the gift of being able to rest having somebody watch the baby let you nap off and on a few times a day my two picks are the Frida and the underwear and the donut the donut And I feel like many moms were all about the nipple butter. Uh, Yes. Yeah. I, but I feel it, it has to be said that some moms really wanted their space and felt COVID was a blessing in disguise oh, yeah, I'm or sure. a silver lining because you didn't have a thousand people hovering over you. It gives you some uninterrupted bonding time. Now, one thing I have to say is that you got to listen to your body because your body is going to tell you when it's time to slow down. It's going to tell you if something's not quite normal because most of the symptoms you're going to get postpartum are normal. The vast majority are normal, but they can be super uncomfortable. They can be super annoying. But when you have a doubt about a symptom, I can't emphasize this enough. This is the first time you're going to be using your mom gut. If you feel something's wrong, if the bleeding seems too excessive, if you are in a lot of pain, if you have a blood pressure cuff and you notice your blood pressure is elevated, you have a racing heartbeat, trouble breathing, chest pain, leg pain, lots of excessive swelling, make sure you call the doctor right away. And I want to add something really fast. I think that, you know, especially you, mom, um, you're very like, you don't want to bother anybody. But I feel like it's important... In this situation, like for me, um, I'm sure if you guys follow me, you know the time I saved Lennox's life because I had mom Mm -hmm. intuition. If I hadn't bugged the doctor on a Sunday, Lennox wouldn't be here today. And the same thing goes for your own health. And I think it's very important to always listen to that little voice in your head, Mm -hmm. even if it's wrong. Because what if it is right? Exactly. And even if the doctors initially or the nurse initially says, oh, that's just that comes with postpartum. Yeah, don't sweat it. But if you are sure something is not right, then get it checked out ASAP. That's what they said to me at first with Lennox. They're like, oh, it's Mm -hmm. fine. It's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. Let me send you a picture. And that's when they said, get to the hospital now. So I'm saying you always trust that. Exactly. So now emotionally, it's also good to know what to expect. Almost every mom has some form of baby blues, right? I mean, I'm sure you even had a little bit with Lennox. I definitely did with you. I was weepy, but I was overwhelmed. It was like normal crash of hormones. But there's a big difference between baby blues and other kinds of mood disorders. So baby blues fade within two weeks. They usually come on right away. If you have feelings and I know you want to speak to this as well, but if you have feelings of anxiety, depression, rage, obsessive or scary thoughts, flashbacks to a traumatic delivery, even a fear that you might hurt yourself or your baby, and if those fears come on any time after delivery, any time in the first year even, or sometimes they can come on after you wean your baby, and if they persist or if they're really scary, 
right from the start. You're not able to function. You're not able to love on your baby or get sleep or food. Get checked out immediately because postpartum mood disorders are real. Emma, you want to weigh in? Well, also, I said, I don't want you to feel embarrassed. Um, Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, I've had postpartum depression. And yes, it's hard to ask for help. So I just think it's important to... Overcome the stigma. There's no stigma. Because, you know, it should be completely normal as it is. It should not have a stigma. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, it happens to more people than they would probably like to admit. At least one in eight women have some kind of postpartum mood disorder. Those are the ones who report it. Yeah. So imagine what the true mm-hmm. number is. It's probably far higher. So, and it can take any form if you don't feel like yourself. And if it's more than just being overtired, sleep deprivation, hormones, please, please, please check in with the doctor right away. Um, reach out for that help that you need. Someone actually on my Instagram said that they had it during delivery before the baby was even born. They started getting depression. Well, you can have it during pregnancy. So, and that puts you at higher risk postpartum. So anytime you feel it during pregnancy, postpartum, even if you have a history before you're pregnant, make sure you let your doctor know. So Emma, do you have any other advice you want to give to postpartum moms? I do. Coffee? (laughs) coffee, coffee and coffee, but walk before you run, you know, take your time. It's new. It's beautiful, but it's also scary and Mm -hmm. it's unknown territory. And here's the thing. Your mind might not be able to wrap its head around it, but your body knows what to do and will take the reins. Amen. That's beautiful. Well, you know, my advice by now, stop and smell the babies, push pause And don't forget to take care of yourself. That's actually one of the best ways you can take care of your baby. So enjoy that baby and your postpartum, and we love you. Love you. Hi, I'm Lennox. I love Mommy and Heidi because, um, just because they're they're just really nice to me. They really love me. What does Mommy do for work? She podcasts and makes it really weird and cool. Sebby, you want to say hi? Huh. <laughs> Ooh, baby love, my baby love, I need you. Oh, how I need you. Thanks for listening. Remember, I'm always here for you. What to expect is always here for you. We're all in this together. For more on what you heard on today's episode, visit whattoexpect.com slash podcast. You can also check out what to expect when you're expecting, what to expect the first year, and the what to expect app. And we want to hear from you. Connect with us on our community message board or on our social media. You can find me at Heidi Murkoff and Emma at Emma Bing WTE. And of course, at what to expect. Baby Love is performed by Riley Beaterer. What to Expect is a production of iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. In my arms, why don't you stay? Need ya, need ya, baby love, ooh, ooh, baby love.
Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the backseat. Check the backseat. All right, come here. Check the backseat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. 